everyone and welcome to the latest episode of What We're Watching, the podcast about all things television. Now, as many of you may know, the BBC have announced that Holby City will be coming to an end at the end of this month, which is gutting for many of its fans, myself included. But I did think it would be a great opportunity to speak to some of its stars, both past and present, about their time on the show, how they feel about it coming to an end and their plans for the future. So for today's episode, I was lucky enough to get to speak to Belinda Awusu, who plays Dr Nikki McKendrick in the show, about all of that. Enjoy. So I must start off by asking you about Holby City, because obviously it's been announced that it will be coming to an end at the end of this month. It's a shock to viewers. Mm. I've watched it for years as well, and I absolutely love it. And it's one of those yeah. shows you never, ever, ever imagine would be cancelled. So, like, how did you feel when you found out Holby was being cancelled? Um, I was a shock. I think it remained a shock for everybody for a really long time. Like you said, it's a staple, you know, it's been on for so, so long and it's such a good show as well. I know I'm incredibly biased, obviously, but um, it's it does a really good job in trying to tackle some topics that don't really get highlighted very often on, you know, regular uh, continuing um, shows. So, um, yeah, it's an, and I, one thing I've said constantly is that it's such a shame. It's just such a shame that it, um that it's over that it had to finish but you know everything has its day really and it doesn't take away from all of the work that so many people have put in it's one of those like a few shows in the UK like no matter sort of what role you do in the industry whether it's in front of the camera or behind Holby City has probably been um on your CV so the amount of people that have put in work on that show in the last uh, 20 odd years um, it's nice to have some connection to such a such a legacy so that that will always remain yeah yeah of course and obviously there were a lot of kind of rumours in the press before it came out officially that Holby was going to be cancelled so like how did you and the rest of the cast find out were you told first or did you see it in the press when all these rumours were were flying around I I was still on maternity leave so I I wasn't I was still I mean I was in my baby haze which I'm still in to be fair Um, (laughs) so I was just at home it was a little bit um almost I think probably easier for me because it was about a month or two before I'd gone back so I went back knowing that it was just going to be for a few months yeah. and really really grateful that I've got to see the show out and and see my character out as well so yeah. um yeah it's a shame I already miss them all so much yeah yeah mm. and obviously you mentioned there that you were on maternity leave when the announcement came out and mm. I was actually quite shocked to see Nikki back at Christmas because obviously viewers didn't know whether she would definitely be coming back or not and also it seemed fairly soon as when Nikki left to when she came back Mm. so were you planning like was that the natural end of your maternity leave anyway and you were going to come back or was it kind of pushed forward because 
they knew the show was ending and they wanted to bring your character back before before it did? No, I was always going to return. Um, okay. Around, well, that was the plan anyway. Yeah. Um, you go on maternity leave with sort of a vague idea yeah. of when or if you're going to come back. You never really know once you've got like a kid on your on your hip. Whether yeah. you make it so. But I had sort of given them sort of like a rough. I'll take six months and come back. So it was always. I think it timed out fairly well. Yeah. And it gave them enough time to play out. Um, a good storyline, um, and then ends the character. What What has it been like for you since returning to filming after maternity leave? Because it's very different from just having a break from filming because mm-hmm. you're now obviously returning to filming with a baby at home. So what's that been like for you? Yeah, I mean, I kind of didn't really think of it too much about going back. But, um, yeah, I had my maternity leave was about eight months. So, so like going back, I felt so, so rusty. Really, I was like, oh my gosh, getting my sea legs back again. Um, but they were, they were so supportive and so helpful. They really, they made it as easy as they could for me to be there. The hours are so, so long. Um, so they really try to keep it as friendly as possible for me to manage being a mum and, and, having a, a full-time job and um and my actual babies playing my baby on the show as well so oh, I've got to no have way. a one set with me yeah yeah that's um, so cute. So that was really yeah I mean they sort of they kind of offered it to me thinking like you know if you if you want to um and for me the prospect of being away from my kid so much I jumped at it. I was like, yeah, it'd be great because I can have one set with me and I can feed her in between scenes and it will really help with um, the distance and, and, and her coping and me coping, having that little extra time together of, you know, you know, one day getting to show her the episodes that she was in. Yeah. Um, of, you know, the very final episodes of such a long running show. I think it'd be nice for her. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say that anyway. I was going to say, like, was it weird going back and doing this storyline, obviously, where Nikki is struggling to bond with Juliet when you've got mm. your own baby at home? But I didn't even know it was your baby playing Juliet. Yeah. So that's even, like, more of a coincidence. Was that even, like, was that so weird to do? On one side of things, you get to draw from something that you can... I mean, because even though our relationships with our babies are different... Mm. Um, you know, being a mum for the first time is, I mean, it's a whirlwind of everything you can think of. And, you know, so there's certain things that I could pull on, you know, the, the the stress and the anxiety and the guilt and stuff that you immediately start getting as soon as they're born thinking you're a terrible mum if you're doing a really crap job. Um, but, yeah, I think having her there and getting to, to do some of the work was good but it did make some things a little harder to stay in really emotional places so you know really difficult scenes but then you know at the same time your baby's there and you know putting their arms out for comfort but you're like you know I've got to stay in the moment and so yeah it, it made it um it pulled, pulled my focus a little bit you know being mum and that onset but I mean if it wasn't her if it was just a another baby then you know my heart would have still been 
missing her. So there's really, there's no easy way of doing it. But I think having such a good team at Holby, knowing um, that they had my back, making it easy for me to do my job. Um, yeah, I think, I think it was good. I think it was fun. I think it was just, I think I'm lucky to have to had that because uh, I kind of imagine how difficult it is for for people to go back to work full time and you know just only see their babies you know in the morning and in the evening I couldn't couldn't imagine so I actually really felt myself very lucky yeah yeah and um obviously Nikki has returned with this serious storyline and also she's been struggling with Jack's terminal illness as well so it's been really kind of serious gritty storylines for Nikki since her return were you pleased mm. to get your teeth into these gritty storylines or were you hoping for something a bit like I don't know happier for Nikki since all of <laughs> like the Cameron drama since before she left yeah um I mean it, the, the episodes are so well written and it was such a it was such a nice story to to tell because Nikki's not without her insecurities and her anxieties and um, she's a very happy-go-lucky person, but she's sort of hiding a lot of of pain. And so the fallout from the Cameron stuff needed to be told um, for what it was like for her um, and what that what that did to her. So definitely getting my teeth stuck into something like that was very, very good. Um, but, yeah, no, I do. I always love the eps that are a bit silly as well and you can sort of have a bit of a bit of fun with it um so yeah but there's only so many episodes that were left and I think it was important to deal with the, the fallout for some of the quite emotional stuff yeah and if you could have written the ending of Holby City how what would you have done and how would you have wanted Nikki's story to end up I I think I am quite pleased with how Nikki's story ends up. Yeah. I think I, I I like her so much as a person. I feel like I would be friends with her. Yeah. Um, and I think let's say she struggles so much with sort of that imposter syndrome, which I think we all kind of get a little bit. Um, when you come from certain backgrounds, um, this isn't you know being a surgeon isn't always the place that someone with her background would end up in so it's definitely something that she struggled with so I'm proud of where she ends up at the end of it I think she's she tries so hard she's incredibly talented as a doctor and I think it was about time that she learned how to stand on her own two feet and take responsibility um for herself and be proud of herself so I think without giving out any spoilers, um, I, I think I would have writ- written something similar for her. I think for the end of Holby altogether, maybe something fantastical where, you know, they all fly into space and the doctor's on a spaceship or something. <laughs> <laughs> Going about a bit down the sci-fi route there. Just like yeah. Doctor Who Completely, mixed Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, just change genres like randomly at the end. That's why you're an actor and not a writer. Yes, absolutely. (laughs) I think if I was given a pen, um, it would immediately be taken away from me. (laughs) (laughs) Since the 
the show has finished filming, what have you missed the most about it? And like, how have you and the rest of the cast been like keeping in touch with each other since? Yeah, just miss all the people. Um, everybody says about the show that it's such a great place to work because of the people and it's a big family and it really is without being too soppy about it. Um, you know, people come and go, people in the crew come and go and there's a lot of turnover and, you know, actors come and go and you have guest artists and stuff like that. And it just, it still somehow manages to maintain a really comfortable, really friendly, welcoming atmosphere. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, we all have like a big WhatsApp group chat um, that people throw messages in. We try and get together, whether it's going to see a play together if somebody's in a show or um, I know a few of them um, do their sea swimming. Um, so they, I think a few of them recently got together to do that. I, however, did not fancy jumping <laughs> into the sea in Muscovies just yet um but yeah so it's it's one of those things really I think we're all doing our best to try and keep in touch with each other um yeah but I do I miss them so much and it's only been a couple of months it's such a shame yeah and what was that last day of filming like for you oh well so that last day um had pretty much all of us in I think they tried to schedule it for the the last day of filming would be everybody's last day. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it was a bit surreal, to be honest. Um, it was like, like it, very much like the last day of school. Um, so it was like, we're here, we've got a job to do, but we're also going to be chatting as much as we can. We're all going to sit down and have lunches together and we're going to have cakes and cocktails. And um, I mean, it's a shame because we, the plan was to have a big, massive rap party I say a big massive rap party, just all of us together. But um, with the way things are with um, COVID and a pandemic, obviously wasn't sensible. So couldn't quite celebrate the way that we um, wanted to, but just try to have as much fun as possible and yeah. not get too emotional. <laughs> yeah. Obviously, yeah. you mentioned there about COVID and like the last two years, actors especially and people in the arts have really struggled to find work during the pandemic and it's halted a lot of productions and it's been a really hard time for people mm. in the arts especially so has it been nice to have that security of Holby City and like is it weird now that it's ended to not have that security anymore? I count myself lucky that um, the show was able to start back up at all um, I think we're all really grateful, um, obviously financially, to not have to worry about losing their homes and businesses and stuff. So, um, but then also just to have something to go back to that wasn't, you know, sitting at home worrying about the world and worrying about your family and your friends and, you know, being incredibly bored at times as well. I think that is staring at the same four walls and, having no outlet really for any anything creatively so going back getting that I think we were just all so blessed and it was a very like logistically crazy I don't know how they did it um to keep everybody safe and to still um start filming but somehow we managed to so and it's a lot of really great talented people putting a lot of hard work there to to patch it all together yeah, yeah. And 
looking back now on your time at Holby, which was, was it almost five years you were in the show as a whole? Four? Four. Yes. Four, four yeah. and a bit years, maybe. Four and a bit, yeah. So mm. what has been your best, like, memory, either on screen or off screen or storyline or episode that you've worked on? Like, what was what's the thing that sticks out in your mind the most about working on Holby? Well, pre-pandemic, we had some great Christmas parties. Yeah. Really, really fun. All night, everybody on the dance floor can't feel your thighs the next day. <laughs> you smell like a brewery. Brewery. <laughs> can't say brewery. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, no. Everybody loved socially. We're such a great show for that. Um, those were amazing. Um and I, I got to do some really fun episodes. I got, I love the whole surgery thing. For some people, because shooting those scenes um, can be pretty draining, um, kitted out in all of the masks and the gowns and the, um, the whatnot. It, it can get, you know, absolutely boiling, feel like you can't breathe, want to pass out. Um, and they take usually take a lot longer to shoot as well. They're a bit more intricate. Um but I loved them. I found it so much fun pretending to be a doctor and yeah. cutting people open and playing with <laughs> aesthetics, but just insane. I think one of my favourite episodes was actually being operated on. Uh, since okay. I had a heart attack, I think it was my second year there, maybe, my second year or the end of my first year, um, and had to have um, open heart surgery. So I had, like, the whole prosthetic... Like I was lay lay on the um, surgical bed and had the prosthetic laid over me and had um, Chloe Marcel and Amy Lennox who played Jack and um, Chloe operating on me. Um, and that was like a full day of surgery, so it was literally just my job to lie there. I think I fell asleep a couple of times. Um, but it was just so much fun. It was just so so weird to then watch that back absolutely knowing how it's all put together but then yeah. the final product uh, product of seeing yourself being operated on so I think my favorite episode was probably um my, my own heart surgery yeah. <laughs> um, uh, and anything to do with that anything that made me sound like a super intelligent doctor um yeah it was a lot of fun a lot yeah of fun. Yeah, God, that sounds amazing. I always, I love those scenes. I love watching those scenes, the operation ones, because like my family, they're so not into gore or anything. They're like, oh, God, uh, yeah. cover the eyes, cover the eyes. And I'm like, oh my God, they're cutting into her heart valve. Oh my God, this is amazing. I like, it's I, so I cool. love it's it. It so is. Amazing. The prosthetics department at Holby are so talented. Like even you there, knowing it's fake, looking at it, you can yeah. get a little bit crazy. Yeah, if you're that way, if you're a bit squeamish anyway, it can be a little bit bit. So anything like squirting and stuff, which I'm like, yeah, action, love it. Some yeah. people are a bit like, oh my god, okay, let me do one take and then we've got to move on. Um, because it's just it's they're so 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 good. It's yeah. unreal. Like the prosthetics room that you go into when you see like you know faces and um, jelly like babies and stuff. It is. I mean, it looks like a serial killer's lair, <laughs> but it's 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 crazy. It's so much fun. Yeah, my my best stuff, my most favourite stuff is all the prosthetics things. Yeah. And what are your plans now post Holby City? Because obviously you were Libby in EastEnders and the Fox family are now 
like Chelsea's return, Kim's return, they're quite a big family on the square. So like, would you ever consider returning to your role as Libby in EastEnders? Or like, if not, what else are you planning to do? Um, yeah, I mean, I did EastEnders as like 16. Um, between like 16 and 21, I think I was on the show. And um, I mean, I love it. I love them. It's a huge, huge part of my life. And it does feel like my second family. Uh, Diane and Tamika um so yeah I mean obviously never say never because that character um you know she's me from yeah. you know really like formative time of my life um but yeah I mean at the moment not to bang on too much about being a mum but that sort of first and foremost um my priority um so yeah I mean I'm looking to like get back to work um as soon as possible I can manage things yeah. um but yeah no I loved being on EastEnders I mean who wouldn't it's like you know this is a show everybody's grown up with and so to rock up on your first day of work when you're 16 and have a sit down chat with Barbara Windsor I mean, yeah close your mind like nothing compares that place holds a lot of really really great memories so yeah always open um I think it would be weird seeing somebody else be her um mm. Uh, so yeah we'll see and did you keep anything from set first of all like when you did leave as Libby from EastEnders and now as Nikki from Holby what did you nick yeah okay so the first time so when I when I left for my maternity leave I I should have taken lots of stuff I didn't (laughs) I didn't take anything um when we finished I Again, had plans to take a lot of stuff. Um, I should have rented a van, really. Um, no, I just took a, a couple of little trinkets. I took like the um, the ID badges, yeah, um, for for Nikki, and it's that like, little hoodie that they um, give us when we're shooting outside. Um, one of them. I took a pair of scrubs. See, the thing is, I think I only took a scrub top. I oh. think I didn't take the bottoms, which. It's a shame because they are a comfortable set of pajamas. <laughs> um, so missed a trick on that one. Yeah, I should have done it. I really wish I had a full <laughs> set of scrubs now. You're just going to be walking see. around in jeans and a scrub top like it's normal. I know. I might have to just make it work. Yeah. It'll just be fashion. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, but it would have been cool to have, um, I don't know, in a hospital bed or something. They've got the remote control, like yeah. we climb and decline. That would have been yeah. When you have to get really up in the cool. night for like a night feed, you can just relaxing as anything. So good. <laughs> Plug it into the wall. Calm, chill, yeah. Perfect. And did you did you take anything from EastEnders as well when you left that? Oh yeah, I got uh, Libby's glasses. Oh okay, fair had enough. These, like um, yeah. brown glasses that had like a bar. Yeah, those along the They were iconic, to be fair. If you were going to look definitely the glasses. Well, so I heard a friend of mine told me, this would have been years and years ago now, but yeah. there was like this fancy dress party at some club in Soho. Um, I don't know if it was like themed come as your favourite TV character or an extended theme, but there was like lots of um, men dressed up as um, Libby <laughs> going to this fancy dress party in in some club in Soho. Yeah. So I took those glasses thinking that if that ever happens again, 
I will go dressed as Libby. Maybe <laughs> there's a cash prize. Maybe I'll win. <laughs> Who knows? Um, but no, I had to take those glasses. I wore them for so long. They're in like a memory box somewhere. That's so cute. To be fair, yeah, the glasses, you've got to take them. And like, what can viewers expect from Holby's last few episodes? Like, few episodes? What is it? Are they down to the last five now, I think? Yeah, I yeah. think so. Yeah. Yeah. And what do you also think like the reception is going to be to the ending as a whole? Obviously, without giving anything away. Um, I think, do you know what? They've done such, such a great job. I think it's one of those things. How do you tie up 20, 24 years, 25 years? How do yeah. you tie it all up? How do yeah. you end these characters? Um, I think what they've done is we were pleased, I think, for the most part, um, in an ideal world where they just kept going. Yeah. Um, I think ultimately as well, where the show is um, a sister show of casualty, um, you can't just sort of blow up the entire hospital yeah. or send it into space like I would have done. <laughs> um, so I think you, the last few episodes are definitely going to be emotional. Um, so. I think I don't really want to say the wrong thing and give mm. away the ending. Yeah. But I think you should just tune in <laughs> and see it for yourself. And I don't think I'll say anymore because I will give away too much. Like at the end of my podcast, I always ask the guests for their recommendations, their little TV heaven and TV hell. Mm. So can I start off by asking you what would be your pick to enter my TV heaven? So just something you really love. It could be an old classic or something you've been binging now. Like, what would you pick? Um, oh, gosh. See, I have always had TV shows on in the background that very rarely get to pay that much attention. Yeah. Um, I'm chasing a baby across the room. Um, one thing I did actually watch really recently and just binged all the episodes, um, which is Holby themed. Um, this is going to her. It's the, um, this series starring Ben Whishaw. Um, it's based on the book by Adam Kay, the uh, doctor who um, published, published his memoirs about his time um as a doctor and I mean if like read the book absolutely it's such such a great read it's written so well that you can honestly if you've got the time you can just bust it out in a couple of hours and so the series um is wonderful it's really worth a watch it's incredibly sad and absolutely hilarious and a nice spotlight to shine on you know the conditions you know what it's like for people um, who do that, who work in the NHS. So, yeah, I would say that goes in my TV heaven. I really, I hope they keep making more of them. I hate that we can binge because then the show is gone in a day and yes. like, I want to watch more. Shall I yeah. just start it from the beginning again? So I think I'm going to go back round and watch that again in a couple yeah. of weeks, probably. Um, my TV hell. Yeah. It's always the one that my guests find really hard to pick mm, because yeah. obviously it's quite hard, isn't it? It's very subjective, television. Someone could like yeah, hate the most brilliantly done piece of television ever and someone could sit there and watch that and go, 
God, that's crap. What the hell is this? But it's so well done. It's such a hard one to choose. But yeah, is there anything it that is. you just don't like? Yeah, but there, there was something on recently that I was like, I cannot, and I can almost watch anything. Especially if I start it, I always try and finish it because you never know. It might get you back at the end. Yeah. But there was something that I absolutely could not finish. Um, I, I do not remember what it was at all. For the most part, I'm not a super fan of reality shows. Um, I think purely because, as a genre, I, I do like stuff that's a bit fantastical um, uh, and a bit uh, out of this world. I do like a lot of sci-fi and a lot of fantasy, so reality TV just doesn't really do it for me in that respect. Yeah. So, yeah, not my so bag. You, so you would never consider doing one yourself, like an I'm a celebrity or a... What, what else is coming back? Big Brother, that's coming back, isn't it? Celebrity Big Brother. Anything like that? Would any of those take your fancy or master chef? You know what? I would be so, so rubbish. I really would. Um, I mean, I say I don't like reality shows, but stuff like Master Chef, yeah. I, I actually, I no, I will put any cooking show in my TV hell only because I hate getting into a TV, a cooking show, then getting immediately hungry and spending way too much money ordering stuff. Yeah. Like just getting so many takeaways yeah. because somebody's baked a cake and I'm like, no, but I have cake. <laughs> so I'm sitting there eating a whole cake. So those are my TV hell because they play into my appetite. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, I couldn't, I don't think I could do any reality show. I think um, there's probably only a couple that I would be interested in doing. Yeah. Um, stuff like Total Wipeout. Um, oh, anything physical so yeah. it would be so much fun yeah. I would love that um, I'm afraid I'd probably just be too boring on anything else that just requires you to sit there while people just watch you hang out <laughs> with other people and, and chat I'd probably say something stupid um, and get cancelled <laughs> <So, laughs> probably best to get me off them <laughs> I hope you all enjoyed that. Come back here next week for part two of my Holby City specials with the wonderful Olga Fedori.